Hello everybody, today we'll be discussing a quite controversial topic today, well depending on who the person is, you find it really controversial or not, but anyway, today we're going to be talking about squirting, something that some are able to achieve, um, if you have a hard time achieving, some don't want anything to do with that. Or those that just flat out love it. But first, we'll delve into what's probably going to be one of the main things on your mind is what exactly is squirting? Alright? Okay, well, let's get to that real quick. Now, squirting type orgasm is, let's say in a way, female pleasure in general, which. Pretty much some always like to say sometimes, oh, it's a mystery. But I think it's not quite as mysterious as people want to make it out to believe. But anyway, the squirting, first of all, as people want to know just how common it is. They say one third of women are able to squirt. Some like to call it, of course, like the female ejaculation, the geyser, the wham, the woof, woof. You know what I mean, but um, but sometimes people like to mix it up with that and the term female ejaculation. Okay, now a lot say that, well, I guess a few will say that it happened maybe once or twice. Um, some of the other recent surveys would say that seventy-two percent of women who say they don't squirt. Or have never have expressed uh, interest in making it happen. Now, honestly, I can that kind of makes sense. I mean, if you heard about this magical way of just busting one out, and the girl found that, oh, okay, that sounds pretty awesome. You know, you've done it. Then I'm pretty sure, yes, they're gonna probably think, well, this this might sound something I want to get into. You know, but um, sometimes every woman. You know, well, I'll say a lot of times, um, every woman is different. So, when it comes to a squirting scenario, it may not be for everybody, but we are not much already going on there. Now, another guru uh, on a G-Spot book talked about the amount of fluid that can be released. Could be up to half a, co- a coffee cup full, that's what I'm saying. Even some experts say that a woman can produce a quart of liquid at one time from their body. Think about that. A quart. Can you imagine somebody just goes out there and just squirts a whole... God, that's... Good God, that's... A, that's Jesus. Now, I, I think about that. I can see why you're going to have to definitely keep some fluid at hand here. Definitely a lot of fluid, water, Gatorade, anything. Just feel like it's ran the goddamn marathon. But another thing I would say for especially when you hearing stuff like this, that's definitely something you want to keep in your aftercare kit. Um, but anyway, now some say people always want to go back to: Would you say female ejaculation is urine? Ah, that's always another big topic. Um, for those who have helped their baby girls or whoever they are with, girlfriend, wife, to finally ejaculate from that, 
That is definitely something that will always go in the back of your head. If I really made her hit the legendary female ejaculation, or is it just they're just taking a piss on me? You know, that's that's the thing we all think about. Anyway, until the 1980s, a lot of doctors who was actually aware of the female ejaculation phenomenon, they used to assume they're just urine. They just assumed, okay, she what what ejaculation? Ha, <laughs> nah, nah, nah. She just pissed on him. Yeah, yeah. That's what they were kind of thinking, you know, back then. But, you know, at the treatment, they would have exercises to help build pelvic muscles. Okay. In 1982, they had a G-spot book saying, what do you know? Fluid wasn't urine. Surprise, surprise. But rather a juice secreted by the skin's gland, a tiny structure that can drain into the urethra and are said to be a female equivalent of the prostate. The G-spot, right? Although their size and shape does, you know, change and the exact function is unclear. So once again, I like they're getting a little bit warmer. I mean, they're doing better, doing better, all right? Now, in 2007, a researcher, Dr. Florian Whippensitcher, I'm not saying his name, I'm probably not saying his name right. I'm going to say Dr. Florian, and uh, yeah, anyway. Um, affirmed that additionally finding that the ejaculate from two women he studied was chemically different from that of urine. So once again, we have science literally backing up. They're not pissing on you. They're actually coming. And uh, we got some more Ed proof right here, right in the pudding. It's a shame it took this long that they really figured out, you know what, They, I don't think they're really taking, I think they really are feeling some kind of way here. And for those who did back then, I'm pretty sure they got, they got treated like crap, thinking they all were just, well, just pissing. Except for the guys who are into getting pissed on. Everybody got their own thing, so. Um, otherwise, yeah, they had all ready to go. Um, anyway, in particular, they said it contained a prostatic acid and more prostate-specific antigen, and also some glucose. You know, so they just find more and more stuff going on here. All right, but anyway, so once again, what is the squirt? Anyway. They said some women release liquid from the urethra when they climax. This is a fax. It may consist of a small amount of milky white fluid. Basically, it's the form of women busting one off. They came good. Female ejaculation. Wham, bam, boom. Surprise. But anyway. Um, another one. A lot of women who report squirting have a much larger amount of fluid to the point it's enough to wet the bed. Imagine that. I mean, had we already gone past the whole, you know, squirt a court full. I mean, you know, a court full. We already went back. We already went past that already. So that would not surprise me. I mean, that's there's some fluid power going on there. You know what I'm saying? Now, talking about the nature of this, a French gynecologist, Samuel uh, uh, Samuel Salama. Oh, I think nothing rain wrong. I'm pretty sure I am definitely all wrong on this. But anyway, and his colleagues studied seven women who reported producing large amounts of fluid at an orgasm. After confirming that their bladders were completely empty via ultrasound, the women, you know, took care of business alone and all with the partner, and they got called to climax. And next thing you know, you know, another 25 hour whatever. And after studying that for a bit, I guess they really found good enough proof of what was going on. But, you know, 
I would really say, I guess, especially in some of the realms of BDSM, it really depends on the person. If they really are, I guess, in the mood. I've seen some really get to able to squirt after 10 minutes or even five. I heard stories like that. It really depends, once again, on the woman. But I guess you're going by average. And yeah, I, I can see that. I can see that. But anyway, as a second pelvic ultrasound was then performed right before a woman climax. Now, the squirted fluid was collected in a, in a final scan performed. Even though the women had peed, nearly now, they had peed, took their piss before the stimulation even started, the second scan showed that the bladders had filled again. Dun, dun, dun. Each woman's final scan showed an empty bladder, meaning the liquid squirted at orgasm came from the bladder. Incidentally, Salama, uh, I can't get it wrong all the time, is now investigating whether or not the kidneys work faster to produce urine during sex stimulation, and if so, why? With me so far, the fluid samples were then analyzed. They said while two women's fluids didn't really make that big diff. Chemically, from the urine, the other five had a small amount of that good old PSA present in the fluid they squirted. An enzyme not detected in the initial urine sample, but is part of the true female ejaculate. Now, one of the things here that makes you kind of think is that there were two unique fluids. Two unique sources. One had a little bit of pee, and the other, you know, that's most. Not so much. So while uh, most people think that squirting and a female ejaculation are one the same, researchers see it as a separation. And that really does make you think there, you know. I'm saying. While squirting is a gush, the liquid shootout from urethra, female ejaculation is like a much smaller amount of fluid. Curse in the vagina is, is, uh, can be compared to saliva, and while some women can do both, one may release one or the other, or neither. I got to tell you, we are learning a lot tonight. That's, uh, yeah, that is, uh, wow. Huh. The more you know here. Okay, but anyway, regardless of the chemical comp- uh, composition of this phenomenal goddess nectar, what they want to call it, yes, magical nectar, magical goo goo. The drink of, 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 of joy. You know. Anyway. Um, you want to know exactly how it happened. Now, now personally, um, I would say for those who want to try going for this, I recommend either one or two fingers. You want to have, well, if you're a guy, you're trying to give it to a girl. Or, you know, you have your own partner, no matter what you want to do about this. Um or your girl right now trying to figure out do on your own. I recommend, like I said, use the fingers. Make sure the lube fingernails cut down. That's obvious. Um, that G spot is literally behind the clit on the inside, maybe about mm, two inches deep. You can slide the fingers in to make a come here signal on the inside. You should be able to feel a slight nub within the vagina. It should feel like a um, small little, like I said, like a little button, pretty much. And you want to make a come here signal inside of you doing that. And once you get the right rhythm, place the right pressure, you should know you're hitting that spot. And uh, 
one of the, one of the telltale signs, you know you're definitely stimulating this part for a while, is that you start to want to feel the need to pee. But, once again, I'm just giving my, um, at least from what the ones that I have talked to and the ones that described it, that is one of the more known ways to stimulate that G-spot area. But anyway, now, as scientists, more ways of talking about it, like Dr. Madeline Catellus, author of Wanting of Want, said, if you are aroused enough, all those tissues will swell up, applying more pressure to the urethra and pushing it forward slightly. Shifting stimulation between the bladder and the urethra this way can make it easier to pee. At the same time, feels incredible. <laughs> now, feeling really relaxed can combine all these factors and sometimes result in a squirt. Squirting fun. Orgasms are just as much in the mind as anywhere else, as many of us know. Now, you will probably wonder, can you learn how to make yourself squirt? Now, like I said before, I would say, yeah. I think a lot of people can learn how to do that. I don't think the biggest part, well, besides the physical, um, the physical side I talked about, it's the mental part. It's getting past the fact that it's not, you you know, always you feel you better take a huge, massive piss that you really are trying to hit that G-spot to make yourself hit that kind of orgasm. It doesn't happen all the time. That middle barrier can be kind of a cookie. You know, it kind of like a problem whatever, but, you know. Um, I will say this would take time, especially with your dom or dame or wherever you're with, to work past this and to be able to get past deep inside there to help you reach the finish line. Bada boom. But I will say there's probably a lot more things and links online in case you want to check that out. I gave my little two cents on the ones that have tried and achieved it or one's um, baby girl who I had to help out with that. And I can say that it does have a nub in there and when you find it, you'll definitely know. Um, for the rest in details, though, I probably recommend use your old friend Google. It's uh, hadn't filled me yet. You can find all kind of information. All right. But I won't be going um, too far into this. I think I pretty much said enough as it is. Um, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Even though it's just mainly about, you know, just uh, going gush-gush down there. You know, put a smile on your face. But anyway, I hope you enjoyed this. And uh, I hope to hear from you all next time. Until then. hope you enjoyed today's podcast if you have any kinky confessions or like to let out any steamy or sexy stories you want me to read then by all means leave a voice message or email me on the link on my bio or leave a message to me on facebook which is also on my podcast bio and finally if you want to get into rope for some bondage fun that also is a link in my bio as well on amazon that I think you might like. But finally, I hope you stick around because I really see this going in a way that might open your eyes a good bit. Until next time.